Well, this summer, keen mountain bikers will have a pristine new trail to ride on the central plateau of the North Island. Access to the park is by helicopter. And it's the first time the iwi-owned land will be opened up for any public use. Thomas Orr's family has been working for five years on the project. It's a joint venture which will be ready for its first keen bikers very soon. And Thomas joins me now. Hello there. G'day, how are you? Oh, really good, thanks. You must be feeling pretty excited to finally have the Kaimanawa descent almost up and running. Very excited, very excited, yep. She's been a, she's been a hell of a project, um, but yeah, just looking forward to getting some, some people out in the Kaimanawas now. How did it all start, Thomas? Um, so it all started um, a few years back. Uh, my father and I, we were Looking at a block of land um, down here that was Iwi owned and, and it's such a beautiful spot, we sort of thought there there must be something we can do with it um, and get people down here and um, that's where we sort of came up with the idea of the heli biking and um, and then yeah from there we just started uh, got some people in to start building a track and and uh, yeah been working away for for a few years. Yeah, I heard a guy recently describe the process of working in a partnership like that as a thousand cups of tea. Did you have a few cups of tea before you actually agreed to how it was going to start and, and get underway? I think a thousand was probably about the right amount. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it took uh, yeah, it took a it took a long time just to get all all the finer details ironed out, but um, we got there, and uh, yeah, and 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 glad we did. Very glad we did. Whereabouts is it, and what is it? Um, so it's, we're based on uh, what's called Waipakehi Road, um, which is about 20-minute drive south of Tūrangi on State Highway 1. Um, and it's sort of right in the foothills of the Tongara National Park uh, to the west and, and the Kaimanawas uh, to the east. Um, and so, yeah, so the, the, the idea of the Kaimanawa descent is um, you, you drive to our base and uh, we load you up with your bikes and the helicopter, fly you up to par two two tops, um, and then we let you, let, um, and then you uh, sorry, then you bike from there uh, the 23k trail uh, back down to the base to where you started. Gosh, what sort of terrain is it to bike? Um, so the trail itself is grade three, um, so it's sort of designed for your intermediate to advanced riders. Um, and it sort of starts in open alpine country, um, and then as you descend, you get down uh, into native beach forest for the final uh, about 10k. Can you describe it for us a bit, what it's like to actually take that route? Yeah, so it's um, from the start, and the starting point, uh, we argue it's one of the best views in the North Island. Um, you can see it overlooking the Tongara National Park, so uh, Rapehu and, and Tongariro and Narahui. Uh, right down the Lake Taupo Basin, um, Lake Taupo, and then uh, south as well over the Whanganui. Um, and so, yeah, the, the views are absolutely stunning all the way down, and, and the descent comes down through sort of um, sort of shisty, shaly, open country to start with, um, and you sort of make your way, wind your way down ridges, uh, down into Big Tussock Basin, and then um, from there, yeah, then it's back down into the bush and, and uh, back to base. How hard going is it? Um, so it's about the, the the ride total is about a thousand meters descent from top to bottom, um, and there is a bit of climbing. There's about four hundred meters of climbing involved as well. So it's not all downhill, but about eighty percent. 
Um, but the ride itself is really cruisy. It's sort of designed more uh, to soak up the views, um, stop, and we've got uh, information boards down the track and, and uh, telling the cultural story of the area as well. So we sort of hope people will want to take their time and and um, and sort of yeah enjoy just enjoy the area and the views and and the heritage uh, on their way down. Yeah. Um, how hard has it been to get to this point? Uh, it's been it's been a long road, obviously with uh, COVID uh, in the mix, uh, that slowed things down um, for a couple of years. But um, yeah, it's been a big build. Um, a lot of the sections of trail were quite challenging, um, just through you know through exposed rock sections um, and and a few slightly steeper parts. So it's yeah, it's been a it's been a big big project. But um, yeah, so glad to finally. Uh, have the doors opening. And how unique is it? I'm not sort of part of the mountain biking scene, but I imagine there's some pretty mad mountain bikers who are chomping at the bit to come give this a go. Yeah, so um, it's a sort of definitely only private downhill heli biking trail in the North Island. Mm. Um, and they do a bit of it down South Island, but um, nothing that we know of is uh, quite so purpose-built um, and in this sort of terrain. Um, especially with the um, you know in the volcanic terrain, we only get that in the central plateau. So, um, so yeah, so it's, it's certainly unique um, and in the once in a you know once in a lifetime views and rides. So, yeah. And, and this partnership with Ewe, can you talk to me a bit about that? What you've learned along the way, what they're hoping to get out of it, and and how you came to an agreement. Yeah, so um, so it's a joint venture between us uh, between Kaimano Alpine Adventures. Um, Lake Rotoira Forest Trust and the Kaimanawa Trust. Um, and so uh, we lease the, the land that the mountain bike track is on as Kaimanawa's and then where the base is, is Lake Rotoira. So bringing all the parties together um, effectively to to use land that, that, that historically has, you know, had little use um, at all and um, hasn't been, hasn't been uh, productive in any other sense uh, over the last while, so everyone was really excited. I think when um, when the when we proposed the mountain bike track, it sort of meant that they could get people onto their onto their land um, and experience the beauty of it and uh, a fun and exciting activity. I guess the idea is that you leave the land the same or even better as how you found it. Yeah, well, that's that's sort of the the ethos behind it all. Um, with the business and with the land making a bit of income, it means that money can then be spent. Back into um, improving, improving the place. With um, we've got a key, uh, Kiwi and Fio recovery project. Um, there was Kiwi have been sited um, on on the block of land where we are. So um, things like a yeah trapping pl- uh, program we're putting in um, are just one of the things that you know would never have been possible without um, without the the you know the heli biking track. Yeah. Yeah, feel country, eh? I feel like I've um, done interviews before about the return of uh, those birds to your part of the world. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of work going on in this region, um, right up the Tongariro River, um, and sort of further into the Kaimanawa. So it's going to be awesome just to tag along, and we're seeing a lot more breeding pairs um, starting to move out um, out of the protected areas. So it's great to be able to protect a little bit more of uh, of their habitat. Yeah. I mean, I'm just looking on. The map. If you drove down Desert Road, you'd you wouldn't get really much look at all at the Tongariro River. Is it pretty special part of the world? It looks like it is, just from uh, having a geese on Google Maps. Yeah, it is. it's a beautiful part of the world. Um, 
yeah, it's sort of, and especially with all the work they've been doing in there, they have the rafting down there, and um, yeah, it's sort of one of those places. Um, same as up here, that uh, you know, once you can find access in there, it's, um, it's sort of a place you don't forget. Man, how special! And how long will that twenty-two kilometres take? Um, so we're our first lot of riders rode it uh, to test riders last weekend. Um, and they really took their time and had a good explore around. It was about three and a half hours, so we're sort of estimating three to four hours for your average rider um, from top to bottom. Great. And I'll ask you, Thomas, because I'm sure you've considered this, a few people worried about the carbon output of heli biking. Have you thought about that side of it and how to be sustainable in a sort of, uh, I guess, a carbon sense? Yeah. So um, so already we pay a... um, a levy to the uh, emissions trading scheme for all the jet fuel that we purchase. Um, so that helps to offset um, um, what it can. And, um, yeah, we're certainly looking into every other option um, that we can put in place down here um, to, to reduce that footprint um, going forward. How many people do you expect to use the trails or do you hope will use the trail? Um, we're yet to find that out. Mm. Um Hopefully, hopefully, plenty. Hope um, there's been quite a lot of interest in, in a few bookings. So, um, no, we're just uh, yeah, we're just sort of going to see how this first season takes us. Yeah, and, what, what, uh, where take, do you max out at? Like, what's what's the most? Who could do it? Um, oh, we can do about sixty riders a day. Um, on a normal on a normal day, yeah, um, sixty to eighty. Where do you pick them up from? Um, so they come to our base. So we've got a, a new base area and hangar on Waipakahi Road, wow. which is uh, just, yeah, as I said, about 20 minutes south yeah. of Tūrangi. Yeah. Oh, how cool. Hey, um, do you have time to tell us a bit of your story? You've had a pretty interesting uh, and I imagine a pretty tough couple of years since December 2021. Yeah, yeah. Um, certainly had a, had a bit of a, a change of pace um, with the um, amputation to my left leg. Um, nearly two years ago now. So, um, what happened, yeah. Thomas? Some people may remember a bit of the story. Can you tell us from your perspective? Yeah, so I was uh, I was crushed by a loader by a JCB tally handler um, out on the country road. So I got crushed and, and was stranded there um, under the loader for about forty minutes before anyone found me. Um, was lucky enough I had the sense to tourniquet my leg, which uh, in turn saved my life. Um, and then, yeah, and then off to eventually, after a couple of hours, shipped off to Waikato and, and had the leg amputated. Yeah. And you say COVID slowed you down, but I imagine that has really changed your life too. It has. It, it's, it, I wouldn't say it slowed me down. I think I'd say it sort of just uh, adjusted how I do things. Yeah. Um, just got to adapt. Um, so, yeah, no, it, it was obviously <laughs> been a, a hard road. Um but after about a year, I managed to get my helicopter license uh, back, which was, Gosh, which was really cool. Yeah. Um, so that was a yeah, mentally that was a huge step forward. Um, be able to do, get back in the seat doing what I love. Um, so that was sort of the first step to recovery and and getting just um, the all round use of the prosthetic takes a lot of time as well. So it's sort of been a bit of a journey, and yeah, now in the last sort of six months, I've been up on the track building the track and working on the digger and bits and pieces. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I hope this isn't a stupid question, but is it, is it possible to ride a, a mountain bike? Um, I'm currently working on that. Yep. Yeah. Yep, other amputees, same as me do. Um, and, yeah, just pretty much need a, a few of the small adjustments, like magnetic pedals. 
to help hold the prosthetic on the, yeah. on the uh, on the bike pedal. And but otherwise, it's yeah, it's absolutely doable. So I think it'd be rude if I uh, if I wasn't able to ride my own track. I'd be pretty sad about that. So yeah. hopefully this summer I'll be I'll be heading down. And is your dad still around? He's got to see yep. his dream being realised. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. He's. Um, I'm actually up the track currently as we speak. <laughs> um, just uh, and he's actually up here too, giving me a hand, putting in a few last-minute touches on the track. Yeah, the reception's pretty good. Yeah, it's all right. Yep, I've had to uh, stop in a place where there's good reception. You probably hear that wind getting up a bit behind me. Yeah. Nice one. What a pleasure to talk to you. Um, well done on taking this from idea to fruition, and we wish you all the best. Yeah, thank you very much. I appreciate uh, appreciate the call, and uh, yeah, we hope to see some. Happy faces, happy riders down here soon. We'll be awesome. Thomas Orr, who has created the Kaimanawa Descent as part of a partnership with Lake Rotoaira Forest Trust and the Kaimanawa Trust.